Welcome, all you blokes and chillers, to the Sport Shack from the Gold Coast, Australia. In the Sport Shack this week, we're going to talk about some of the sporting topics of the week and go back in time with some of our favourite sporting memories from the past as well as the news and events, music and film, and lots more. And all from and with our great mate, Paul Tonner. We acknowledge the Ugambe people, past and present, the traditional custodians of this land, of the Gold Coast. We thank the Yogambe people for the opportunities to do this podcast on their land. Welcome everyone to this special episode of the Sports Shack. And uh, what a sad day it is, Glenn. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're all both numb at the moment, aren't we? <laughs> I just could not believe what, oh, what I heard when, when Samantha told me. Mm. And then I looked up because we had Rod Marsh pass away. Yeah. And I thought, oh, there must have been confusion. But then, uh, yeah, 52 years old. Mm. Just, a, just a girl like that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just put on a podcast this morning when I woke up just to find out what's happening in the yeah. the war in Europe and uh, yeah. the end of the – like it was a BBC broadcast and yeah. – and, you know, at the end of their intro, they said cricketing great Shane Warne's passed away age 52. Yeah. And I just thought, what? Yeah. I, I could not believe it. Yeah. I thought, <laughs> like, yeah, I had to go turn the TV on to see if it was real. Yeah. Like, unfortunately it is. So, uh, yeah, gosh, just how fragile life is, eh? That's right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I just... Yeah, what are, what are your memories of the great man? Yeah, well, hearing his story about you know, what, coming up through the, you know, the cricket, getting into the one, I mean, into the Australia team and hmm. working as a pizza hut delivery driver. That's and, right, yeah. You know, doing stuff like that. And hmm. you know, he was a, always a, brought, brought spark to the game and to the team. Yeah. A real legend, real character, real Australian character. Oh, he was, mate. Yeah. 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 <laughs> he also, yeah, working in with, uh, yeah, Merv Hughes. Mm. Merv Hughes was another, another um, real character. Yeah. A, a, a crowd entertainer. Which, Fellow which, Victorian, eh? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, so it's sad. Oh, mate. Yeah. What's, yeah, what's going on this week with yeah. what's going on around the world? And it's just, uh, you just wonder when, when it's going to end, don't yeah. you? You know, we've had uh, COVID for the last couple of years yeah. and things are starting to come to an end there. We're starting to get on top of it, thankfully. Yeah. And now we're on the verge of a third world war. Yeah. And we've had devastating floods on the East Coast. Yeah. Of Australia this week, you yeah. know, life's lost. And yeah. Yeah, but, you know, we've lost two sporting icons. And yeah. Here you go, you go. Well, you yeah, know, it's just so. Yeah. yeah. Well, when, when I heard that Rod Marsh had passed away, and I thought, well, you know, because he was still mm. really heavily involved. Yeah. With cricket and that, and mm. training and stuff, but then mm. I hear one, he go, shit. Yeah, you know, fifty-two years old, and I'm fifty-four, yeah. fifty-five, and yeah, you know, a little while. Um, 
I go. Yeah. And you just think someone like that, like, oh, yeah, they're just like a mortal. Like, you just think yeah. they're invincible. They're going to live forever. Yeah. You just can't picture them. Yeah. It's like, you know, when Dean Jones passed away suddenly in yeah. recent times. And yeah. you just, yeah. And, uh, no, you know, apparently he was in uh, Thailand on holidays and yeah. had a massive heart attack and... Yeah, and unfortunately it was the same way. We lost uh, Rod Marsh. He, I feel a bit guilty, really, because I forgot to mention it last week because he, uh, he had a heart attack, I think, on the Friday in Bundaberg. Uh, uh, he was up there. Um, uh, he just got uh, off the plane. He was uh, fine, you know. Uh, and he was talking to... Uh, might have been Mike Hussey or someone. Yeah. Uh, Mike, you know, just said, oh, he was good as gold. Yeah. And then it just happened that quickly. And yeah. yeah, I knew throughout the week just by listening to reports on the radio that, yeah, yeah. things weren't looking good for him. Like yeah. he was in a coma the whole week. And yeah. Just a, a brilliant sporting family, too. Yeah. You know, yeah. like he, his brother Graham was a very, yeah, really good golfer back yeah. in the 70s and 80s. Won yeah. like 11 European titles. and. Yeah. Rep- represented Australia in the Dunhill Cup with Greg Norman and yeah. David Graham and yeah. and his sons, you know, yeah, especially Dan Dan Marsh, really yeah. good cricketer, yeah. especially you know for Tasmania. He didn't play for Australia, but went very close. But played, you know, Shield cricket for years. Yeah, yeah. and uh, no, but just. Um, yeah, we're just all in shock. The whole nation's in shock. Yeah. Just not just the cricketing world, the sporting world's yeah. in shock, you know, by his sudden yeah. death. And 52 years of age, inspired generations with his magical yeah. spin bowling. Um, yeah, yeah, well, yeah, well, he was a part of the team that, that got kids back into playing cricket. Exactly. Yeah. yeah when, when they had people like Shane Warne and Matthews and others that, mm. that made the game exciting. The um yeah. I remember one year the the sign up rate for mm. you know, junior cricket and in you know, <laughs> local cr- county cricket clubs just went sky high. Oh, exactly. Yeah, they were they they couldn't cope with the amount of um yeah, you know, kids want to play, hmm. both both boys and girls. Well, he did, and you know, in the nineties, I remember he had those spin kits. Yeah. So he, I remember buying one in when I was in Melbourne and yeah. down at the Boxing Day test there, and yeah, yeah you'd buy the the Warney balls, and it'd have all these different yeah. grips for all these different deliveries on there. And, yeah. Um, but yeah, he he sort of came onto the scene when, you know, like. Like leg spin bowling, especially, you yeah. know, wasn't very fashionable. Yeah. Um, you know, not many Aussies because it's such a hard craft. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And up until then, you know, you had the West Indies. Everything was, you know, just fast bowling. Yeah. You know, they were blowing away opposition with their fast bowling. Yeah. When Warney came on the scene, he changed all that. Yeah. All of a sudden, leg yeah. spin bowling, especially, became king. Yeah. And he made a difficult craft just look easy. Yeah. 
You know, he, he really struggled early yeah. on in his career. Yeah. Like, he was just picked out of nowhere. Yeah. I think he played, like, a couple of games for Victoria. He was overweight. He was a heavy smoker, drinker. Yeah. Um, you know, it was in 1992. He was just picked out of nowhere yeah. to play in the test team against India. Yeah. And he got absolutely belted everywhere. Yeah. One for 150. India's Ravi Shastri just and Sachin Tendulkar just bashed him all around the ground. Yeah. So his first couple of years, he was in and out of the side. Everyone was just thinking, why the hell's this bloke in the test team? Yeah. But you've got to give a lot of credit to the selectors, you know. They, they saw something in him and so did Alan Border. Yeah. You know, like... Um, yeah, but no, just uh, change the game. Yeah. That's, you know, and yeah, he was named as one of the five wisdom cricketers of the century. I think he was regarded as the number one wisdom cricketer of the century. Yeah. Regarded by many as the greatest bowler in history. Yeah. What a rap that is. Yeah. 708 test wickets. And... Yeah, 195 against England. He just terrorised the Poms. <laughs> you know, that's the most of any player against a single team. Yeah. But the Poms loved him. Yeah. The English just loved him. Barmy Army used to sing songs that, we wish she played in our team, we wish she played in our team. <laughs> that's how, he, how much he was adored. Yeah. You know, and uh, yeah, just an um, Aussie icon, absolute Aussie icon. Yeah, and uh, as you said, you know, in the last 24 hours, we've lost two Aussie cricket legends along with Rod Marsh. And, yeah. Um, yeah, and, you know, just I've never been so captivated by a cricketer in all uh, my years. Yeah. You know, I, I've never been there. And where I, yeah. You know, because when he was bowling, I yeah. would not leave my seat. Yeah. Would not leave it. I was just thinking that we're, We've lost two major cricket players, Australian mm. cricket players, because Rod Marsh yeah. was there with Kerry Packer when One Day Internationals came in, mm. and Shane Warne changed the face of bowling. That's right. For Australia. So yeah. in, in the space of a couple of days, we've lost you know, these two great Australians. Well, that was uh, apparently with Shane Warne, that was his sort of introduction the, to cricket, you know, like he went with his brother yeah, yeah to uh, a World Series cricket match. Yeah. So he used to play at Waverley back then, yeah. which was in the outskirts of Melbourne. And, yeah. um, you know, it doesn't even exist now. It got demolished because they weren't allowed to play at the Melbourne Cricket Ground yeah, yeah by the ACB. Yeah. And, yeah, he didn't care that there was hardly anyone there. Dennis Lilly was there bowling, yeah. and that's what mattered. And, yeah. uh, you know, he became good mates with Kerry Packer later on. Yeah. yeah and, uh, nah, just, uh, you know, yeah, you know, like, yeah, as I said, leg spin bowling just suddenly became popular, you know. We'd, yeah. All of a sudden, the flipper was popular. Yeah. Oh, the slider, <laughs> the wrongen. He had all these different deliveries. Yeah. But his flipper early on in his career. Yeah. Um, was just oh boy, was that a weapon? Yeah. But uh, later on in his career, he he hardly bowled it because it yeah. just put so much pressure on your shoulder, yeah. and he had all those problems with his 
with his shoulder, you know, like uh, shoulder, major shoulder surgery. And uh, so like Dennis Lilly, you know, when he broke his back, he had to change the way he bolt, uh, you know, cut down on his pace and just work uh, on, uh, you know, different uh, methods and outswing, offswing, off uh, cutter, leg cutter. Warney had to do the same yeah. after his major shoulder operation. Yeah. You know? Yeah, had, could, yeah, yeah. yeah well, the, the flipper even made it into a movie called Cracker Jack. That's right, yeah. And that was about um, lawn poles. Yeah. <laughs> Mick Malloy doing, doing the flipper. Yeah, <laughs> that was a great poles. movie. But, but it, actually, um, for myself, it must be something about the um, most something to do with the hearts this week because I went in from a colonoscopy on Monday mm. yeah. and just before they put me under I heard them speaking about uh, about my heart and then I was out mm. like a lot and then when I came to they, they were sort of saying talking about it as I was coming to and I thought yeah. oh, what's going on here yeah that's right yeah so yeah no. But no, he just had a movie star aura about him, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, like he uh, he was friends with sports stars all over the world and, yeah. you know, such as Tiger Woods. Yeah. I think he was, you know, mates with Michael Jordan. Yeah. Um, yeah, and just pop stars, you know. <laughs> like that was, he'd go and have dinner with Elton John all the time. Yeah. He was a big mate, really good mates with uh, Chris Martin, you know, Coldplay singer. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And movie stars too. You know, he was good yeah. friends with them and yeah. and loved his poker, you know, yeah, especially yeah. when he retired, he'd travel the world and but, yeah. play his poker, you know. Yeah. And he was, he was bloody good at it, you know. Yeah. He'd go on the, he was on the world tour. Yeah, and he was, yeah. was the number one texter. Oh yeah, he yeah. Loved, <laughs> loved <his> yeah. Text. <laughs> yeah. Oh gosh, he had lots of scandals, didn't he? Yeah. No, he's a real larrikin. Yeah. But what he was able to do, like, although he had all that rubbish going on in his personal life, yeah. he just put it on to the side, yeah. and, and just excelled. You know, yeah. where with a lot of athletes, yeah, they they get greatly affected by what goes on off. You know, off the court and off the field. And yeah. Yeah. But no, it just seemed to inspire him. Yeah. You know? Like, um, example is the start of the 2005 Asher series against yeah. England. And yeah. Yeah, his confidence was so down. And he went to his mentor, Terry Jenner, who was a leg spinner. He played for Australia. And he said, mate, I just, I want to retire. I've had enough of this. I'll be lucky to get 10 wickets for the whole series. Yeah. And, uh, you know, because he was going through his divorce at the time. And, yeah. and, yeah, he went on to get 40 wickets for the series, get runs, yeah. became BBC Overseas Personality of the Year yeah. and just resurrected his whole career. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, his performance in that series in a losing team was just yeah. phenomenal, right. you know. Because they're not real spinning, spinning wickets in England, yeah. but he just turned them on a turn those ball that ball on a top, you know, like yeah. just yeah, amazing. So do you know what makes a spinning wicket? What's that? Do you know what makes a spinning wicket? A spinning wicket? Yeah. Oh, a lot of it's got to do, you know, with uh, yeah, just the the way it's prepared. 
especially in India, you know, like generally the longer a game goes on and more, you know, bowling marks, yeah, Yeah. you know, from the bowlers, that creates more spin. Yeah. Yeah, like I was watching uh, the the first test Australian-Pakistan last night in uh, Ralpindi, I think it was, yeah. Yeah. And it was just a road. You know, like there was that wicket wasn't spinning much. Yeah. Yeah. But when it gets to about day four or five, yeah, the Pakistanis will be licking their lips. Yeah. Because it'll be spinning then uh. with all the, you know, the bowling, the foot yeah. bowling, the, the uh, foot marks from the bowlers. Yeah. And, yeah. It'll could, be. Because <laughs> can they do a little bit of maintenance during the after in the test? Uh, they've got to be careful with that now. They yeah. used to. Yeah. 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 No, there was, I heard a story during the week, because when Australia used to go to Pakistan, like yeah. early on, you know, when Pakistan yeah. Yeah. got independence, you know, away from India. And, yeah. Um, yeah, Pakistan, like, they didn't have turf pitches. They had matting, yeah. right? So when... Um, Australia was batting the next day. <laughs> Some of the Pakistani groundsmen, they would go on the field and put things underneath the mats. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, the next day, like, oh, gosh, the ball will be going all over the place. And <laughs> yeah. No, I think a fair bit of that happened back in those days. Yeah, yeah a lot of... Uh, playing around with the pitch but generally what they do they just roll it yeah. you know the end of each innings you know captain will be asked what's does he want a heavy roller a light roller yeah, yeah. however yeah. Uh, so what's your main memories of shame on my main memories yeah. oh so many you know just um it's just a genius he brought magic to the game and he was just able to get batsmen out with his aura and his appearance, you know, like batsmen were already out before they reached the bat, before they reached the wicket <laughs> to bat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They were out, like Daryl Cullinan, South African batsman, who Warney just terrorised. Yeah. Like Daryl Cullinan, he was a really good batsman. Yeah. But when he, when he played against Shane Warne, he was an absolute bunny. Yeah. He couldn't hit the ball off the square. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, Warney just was all over him. Not just, you know, with his bowling, but with his mouth. <laughs> like he'd sledge him and, yeah, because Daryl Cullinan, um, yeah, because Warney's flipper just terrorised Cullinan, you yeah. know. And, yeah, like so much so that Cullinan went and saw a psychologist, yeah. you know, about how he can deal with Shane Warne and get on top of him. Yeah. And then when he came out to, to bat, it would have been the 97, 98 series. Um, yeah, Shane Warne, he he's comes out to the wicket because sh- Shane Warne had heard that he'd been going to see a psychologist. Yeah. And he's going to, to Daryl Cullinan while he's, you know, taking his mark. And now, how much was it? What colour was the couch, Daryl? <laughs> how much <laughs> did he charge an hour? <laughs> I've been waiting four years to bowl to you. Uh, and then Daryl Cullinan would say, well, it looks like you've spent that four years eating. <laughs> <laughs> but Warney just, oh, gosh. 
he just he just had no idea how to face Warnie. Yeah. Pretty much ended his career. Yeah. You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You didn't see much of Daryl Cullinan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So all that money spent on the sand the psychologists would have just been torn. Oh yeah. 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 But no, um no, just a genius he was. He brought magic to the game and yeah, as I said, he was picked in the test side in January 1992 out of nowhere against India. And, um, yeah, and yeah, he was overweight, smoked, drank. Yeah. And then it wasn't until um, oh, Terry Jenner, his mentor, like he drove over to... South Australia. Yeah, South Australia. Yeah. I think I might have mentioned this story once before. Yeah, because yeah, he... Yeah, Terry he, Jenner tore strips off him. Yeah, because I think... It was either you or me that uh, talked about he was the only one that in the um, that came out of the sport Australian Sports Academy and the yeah. Australian Cricket Academy that actually made it into the Australian team. Yeah, well, he, I think he got booted out of there at one stage. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Flying up. Yeah. yeah. But he, he drove over. There was a wedding over there. I forget whose wedding it was, but... Warney drove over there yeah. from Melbourne, you know, to Adelaide, and he's popped yeah. up at Terry Jenner's place, you know, with yeah. a big pack of beer. and Yeah. Yeah. And Terry Jenner said, well, what are you doing here? Yeah. You know, you don't deserve to play test cricket for Australia. What have you done? Yeah. You know, because Warney was just taking it for granted. Because yeah. at that stage early on in his career, he, he wanted to play AFL for St Kilda yeah. more than he wanted to play for Australia. Yeah. And uh, Terry Jenner said, no, you're going to get fit. You know, you're going to Sri Lanka soon. And, yeah, yeah. you're going to learn what it means to play test cricket for Australia. Yeah. And that's what he did. He lost heaps of weight. He got fit. And, yeah, um, you know, he still struggled. And he was in and out of the Aussie team. But, yeah, it was that uh, test match against the West Indies, 92, 93, the Boxing Day test. Yeah. And, yeah, he got seven wickets to bowl Australia the victory. Yeah. And it was that flipper that he bowled to Richie Richardson. Because West Indies looked like they were going to win. And he bowled this ripper of a flipper. Got straight through Richardson's defences and, yeah, won the game. And, yeah. and his career just blossomed after that. Yeah, just, uh, yeah, just amazing, you know. And... Yeah, just uh, yeah, yeah, the scandals, the sex scandals, the texting, you know, he was well known for that, as yeah. you were saying. And being sent home from the 2003 World Cup. Because yeah. he was recovering from shoulder surgery yeah. at that stage. Like, he dislocated his shoulder badly in a one-day game leading up to that. And yeah. he took diuretics from his, a diuretic, diuretic tablet from his mum, didn't he? Yeah. To help him lose weight. Yeah. And, yeah, that was banned. Yeah. And yeah, he got sent home and got offside with a lot of the players and the team because of that. Yeah. And uh, yeah, no, he also, you know, yeah, he's divorced. He was engaged to Liz Hurley for yeah. a while, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but you also had the bookie scandal. Yeah. Yeah, the bookie scandal in '94, where um, him and Mark Wall got in the trouble. Yeah. That came out about four years later. Yeah. That uh, he'd been providing a bookie with weather reports and that sort of stuff. Uh, yeah. 
And, yeah, but just at the end of his career, when he finished playing for Australia, he still played for a while. He played in the Big Bash for about another, you know, five seasons or so, six seasons. Yeah. And he had that big run-in with uh, West Indian Marlon Samuels. Nearly had a punch-up <laughs> with him on the, on the pitch and grabbed yeah. Marlon Samuels' shirt. Yeah. Yeah, and, and it was because Marlon Samuels had grabbed David Hussey's shirt when he was bowling in the first innings. Yeah. And Warney was just giving him a verbal tongue lashing. Yeah. <laughs> Which he deserved. Yeah. And... Uh, yeah, that was one of the biggest blow-ups I've seen on a cricket field, that one. Yeah. And, uh, but he made up for it with in spades, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. Right. All these off-the-field off scandals. and yeah. No one really cared, really, did they? Nah. You know? Yeah. No, nah, it was sort of a, yeah, a bit, bit more entertainment. And yeah. Yeah, he just burned himself. Yeah. But he was so intelligent in his knowledge of the game, passion yeah. for the game, you yeah. know, and... Yeah, and he um, he would have been a brilliant Aussie Test captain. Yeah, yeah, but it was because of the off, he's off the uh, field discretions that cost him that, you know, and mm. did enormous things for charity, yeah. enormous things, you know, yeah. just uh, especially for kids. You know, I've seen recent things on Facebook just the other day of him coaching kids, yeah. little kids, yeah. how to play cricket, yeah. and. Yeah, just a massive personality and, yeah, I think, you know, in the future we'll think about where we were when we heard the great Shane Warne had passed away. Yeah. As many of us did when Steve Irwin suddenly passed away. Yeah. Yeah. You know, just both wonderful characters. And yeah. Looked a bit alike in appearance, didn't they? Yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah, I did. But his commentary was great and... Yeah, he's been a commentator on on Fox Cricket yeah. in recent times and BBC and yeah. just I just used to love listening to him. Yeah, you know, and very outspoken. Yeah. but often his thoughts were very true. Yeah, and he, you know, <laughs> like if he didn't like someone, he'd talk about. He, he wouldn't <laughs> hold back, would he? Nah, that's yeah, right. like how much he didn't get on with Steve Waugh and yeah, yeah, John Buchanan the. Uh, the Aussie coach at the time, yeah. <laughs> he just couldn't stand. Yeah. And he just didn't see the purpose of having a coach in cricket. Yeah. Yeah. But he took over 1,000 international wickets, 145 tests, 708 wickets, as I said, 3,154 runs, 194 one-day internationals, 293 wickets, 1,018 runs. And his highest test score was 99, but he would have scored 100 yeah. if it happened today. Yeah. Because it was against New Zealand in 2001-02. And he was on 99. Daniel Fattori, New Zealand great spin bowler, was bowling to him. Yeah. And Warnie's hit it up, gone for the big slog, smashed it up in the air, he's caught. Yeah. But when they showed the replay, Daniel Fattori had bowled this massive no ball. Yeah. And if that happened today, yeah, he would have been called back. He would have got that one run. <laughs> yeah, he would have got a century. Yeah. <coughs> Very handy batsman. Jeez, he used to get some hand, handy runs, you know. Yeah. And 
Yeah, just condolences to his family, especially his three children. Yeah. Just loved his kids, loved yeah, them. Yeah. And he, actually, his mother was German. Yeah. Yeah, she, she was from German background. And uh. I think that's where he got his um, competitiveness from, you know, his tenacity. And yeah. Yeah, but my fondest memories are that, you know, that 92 Boxing Day test, the flipper to Richie Richardson. The 93 Ashes Tour and that ball of the century to Mike Gadding. Who'll ever forget that? Yeah. His first ball of the series. Yeah. yeah. We'll never see a delivery like that again. The hat trick on Boxing Day at the Boxing Day test against England in 1994-95 was the first hat trick at the MCG in 91 years. Yeah. Um, it was a major part in winning the Sir Frank Worrell Trophy against the West Indies in 1995. They had a, that ended the West Indies' dominance. Yeah. He was also part of the major part of the Aussie team that defeated India. Yeah, yeah that was in about 2004. Yeah. No, that was like the final frontier. Oh, yeah. yeah, they achieved everything after that. And yeah. yeah, and his 300th test wicket bowling the great South African, Jacques Callis, just getting straight through his defences with flight. Yeah. And... And he's baked beans. So when he tour India, <laughs> remember he, he got all those baked beans sent over? Yeah, yeah packets and packets and packets. And yeah, because yeah, he was too scared of getting food poisoning over there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You wouldn't yeah. want to have been yeah. Yeah, and he's so sharing a room with him yeah. <laughs> on that tour. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, no, but my major memory of him is the 1999 World Cup. And yeah. I was living in Luggershall in England. And he was going like a busted, that whole tournament, yeah. you know. And uh, he was recovering from uh, his mass- really major yeah. shoulder surgery. Yeah. And I was in the Caribbean when he got dropped for the final test. Because, yeah. yeah, they preferred Stuart McGill over him. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, so, you know, he, um, he, he just... He, Basically, couldn't bowl his wronging anymore. Yeah. Yeah, and it was the, the Super 6 game against South Africa. All of a sudden, things clicked. He, he bowled a good spell. and yeah. But it was that semi-final in the following game against South Africa. When Australia batted first, they got a, a poor total. Yeah. And I remember sitting in the lounge room there with my mate there in Luggershall, watching yeah. it. And yeah. it was, every, oh, like the match was gone. You know, mm. Australia were gone. <laughs> they were on the next Qantas flight back home, and uh, all of a sudden he comes on to bowl. Yeah, uh, bang, 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 bang. Uh, Just turn the whole match in the blink of an eye. Uh, and that's what I fondly remember him for. The way he would just turn a match uh, and his enormous self belief. Uh, you know, another example is um, the. Adelaide Test in 2006-07 in the Ashes series. Yeah. Where no, not one player in the Aussie team at the team meeting on that last day believed they could win the Test. Yeah. You know, it was just going to... It was a high-scoring game. It was just going to peter yeah. out to a draw. Yeah. But Warney said, no, no, we can win this. We can win this. We just need a couple of wickets. They're going to panic. Yeah. And that's what happened. Warney got, you know... Some quick wickets and whole game turned. Australia won the match and yeah, yeah. 
and won that series 5-0, mm. 5-0 whitewash. And yeah, but that 99 World Cup, oh, my life. You know, just uh, and, and in the final against Pakistan, yeah. he was man of the match. Yeah, four yeah. wickets yeah. Um, at Lords. Yeah. yeah, and uh, yeah, that Ashes series 2005, brilliant and a losing side. Um, yeah, bowling Monty Panesar to regain the Ashes in that Perth Test, and his 700, 700th wicket at the Boxing Day Test on Boxing Day mm-hmm. when he bowled Andrew Strauss for the beauty. Yeah, yeah and Mark Taylor, you know who who he was, his captain. Yeah. For a lot of those test matches, commentating yeah. at the time on Channel Nine and yeah. saying, you know, Warney, and they can't catch him, and the crowd just went berserk. Yeah. And he got five wickets in that innings, and he went out a winner in the final test match. And yeah, but just how captivating he was, and his huge charisma. Yeah, and. I just heard, I heard this quote this morning on TV. It was on uh, Sky News. And the quote was, I love music, I smoked, I drank, I bowled a bit of le- leg spin. Yeah. That sums him up, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, but no, very sad day. Yeah. Very sad day. And yeah. he'll be greatly missed. And yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, unfortunately, the... Um we don't have any real characters in the current team, or yeah, yeah. It's sort of a yeah, sad to, to know that the, the characters of the game, Australian cricket teams, are mm. fading away. Yeah, and the game's just becoming yeah too sterile. It has exactly because yeah well. When when Warney was around and and other players like you know, that were really good entertainers, mm. it was just like having a game of beach cricket or backyard cricket. Yeah, you just yeah the good game and you joked around and mm. yeah and you didn't take it too serious. Yeah, exactly. But I think it's just become way too sterile. Yeah, and I think you know, I, I, yeah, I totally agree there. Yeah. You know, that that really wasn't interesting to watch that first day last night. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, wickets like that. and They didn't look like getting a wicket, yeah. you know. And, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, just... Uh, and, you know, we've got these drop-in pitches now. And, yeah. Yeah, and that, I think that's contributed to it a bit. And yeah. The rise of 2020 cricket, you know, I can see the benefits of 2020 cricket. Yeah, but, but, but just the yeah. actual, you know, the, the discipline that, you know, if they start to give a bit of trouble, they, oh, no, you can't do that. You can't. Yeah. you got to do it this way and sponsors and mm. and stuff like that. And even with, yeah, you know, I haven't watched a full game in a long time, but, yeah, you know, yeah, the the not starting oval and the next over until the, the they've come back from commercial break and yeah and stuff like that and st- yeah back where they just used to okay we're ready to go now whether the mm. whether the TV was ready or not 
Yeah. It's just, it's all tied up with money. That's right. And it's really sad. Yeah. Well, what Warney says, he says cricket found him. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, no, just, um, I'm in shock, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Just a great loss. Yeah. And yeah, we'll really miss him. Yes. Yeah. And uh, yeah, no. But uh, he's yeah. left us with a lot of wonderful memories, hasn't he? Yeah, sure has. Yeah, wonderful cause, memories. Yeah, because I spoke about this mm. before about the, when I was talking about the um, the game in the Sydney cricket ground between Australia and yeah. South Africa, <laughs> and Shane Warne was you know, coming up to our area, and just the kids going down to get interview, get get him to sign, yeah, get his autograph and. Yeah. Yeah. And he was a very approachable guy too. Yeah. You know, like uh Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, he just did so much for charity. Yeah. And fundraisers and yeah. I think a lot of it he just did for free. Yeah. You know? Yeah. He probably did. Yeah, just uh No, wonderful bloke and Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's very sad you sort of yeah, you know, like you mentioned at the beginning of this podcast, that mm. with all that's gone on, the, on in the world, I would just like to have at least one week <laughs> that we have nothing but good stuff happen. Yeah, you know, just yeah. give us one week. Of, that's right. Of, um, no war, no floods. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Just imp- things improving. Mm. Yeah, you because know, because it, it, it does take an emotional toll. Yeah. Yeah, when... It does. Yeah, especially when, you know, <coughs> like with you, even though you're only just, you're 50, you know, <coughs> getting halfway through there, it's just, uh, yeah, he was 52. And, yeah. Yeah, because I, I have heard that for men, um, between 50 and 59 is a crucial time in their life that mm. they can drop dead. Exactly. So, yep. Yeah, so it just, it, 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 it's still, yeah, it's still, yeah. Honestly, it, 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 I'm still waiting, I'm still checking the, checking the calendar to make sure it's not the 1st of April. Yeah. Yeah, it's sort yep. of, maybe I'm going into denial or something. I, I know it's happened, but. It's just been so many things lately, yeah, hasn't it? It just. Mm. Yeah, still, still trying to process stuff from a few days ago. Yeah. Like Rod Marsh. And mm. Shame. Well, know. yeah, yesterday, you know, we were in yeah. shock over Rod Marsh. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, with Samantha tells me this morning that it was Shane Warne died ago. Mm. No, no, that, can't, just, that can't be right. It you, can't happen. You kind of, yeah, and have a heart attack. Yeah. Two of them, two of great Australian cricketers. Die in the same week from a heart attack. But I'll tell you what, one thing we'll do on our Facebook page, we're going to put a lot of Shane Warne highlights on there. Because, yeah. boy, were there so many. <laughs> and, yeah. Uh, yeah, just, you know, especially like his top 50 deliveries and yeah. I can just watch them all day and all night. Yeah. Never get bored. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, 
Yeah, well, uh, yeah, we'll say goodbye for now and rest in peace, the great Shane Warne, yeah. 52 years of age. Yeah. And, yeah, there'll be a lot more news in the next few days about his sudden death. And, yeah, what came um, yeah. You know, when Philip Hughes died, one thing that a lot of uh, cricket lovers did around the world and what I did myself, you put your bat out the front of your place or yeah, yeah. on your balcony. Yeah. And that's what I did. Yeah. And I know in Melbourne, outside the uh, the Melbourne Cricket Ground, where they've got a, a statue of the great man, you know, they're yeah. going there in droves today and putting flowers yeah. underneath his statue. And yeah. um, So, yeah, think of ways that we can honour this great man. That's right, yeah. Yeah. And whether they, yeah, if they <laughs> declare this day, mm. shame one day or something yeah. like that. Yeah. It'd be good to see. Well, Even, yeah, uh, there was a, earlier on in the day that the um, mm. Western Australian cricket women's team did a tribute to Shane Warne yeah. and Rod Marsh. Yes, yeah, and I, I feel for the Aussie cricket team at the moment, yeah. you know, they're wearing black armbands last night in memory yeah. of Rod Marsh. And yeah. Yeah, and in our next episode, we'll talk a bit more about Rod Marsh and the memories he left. And, yeah. Um, yeah, but, geez, it's going to be tough for them tonight. Yeah. Very tough. Yeah. Yeah. You'll have to wonder how, um, whether we'll hear anything from Glenn, Glenn, Glenn McGrath. Yeah. Because well, they, they, they had the, the biggest partnership. Exactly. Yeah, in wicket-taking for Australia. Yeah. They're very close friends. Yes, exactly. And yeah. I think at the moment, you know, especially also Ian Healy, who was the <laughs> one he also had a great partnership with, who was our wicket-keeper for many years. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Just probably too devastated the talk at the moment. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, and I haven't got around to watching it yet. And I was just thinking, of, I was going to watch it last night, and it was a on a, an Australian story. They were doing a episode on uh, Glenn McGrath, yeah. you know, who we've had on Where Are They Now a couple of weeks back, and yeah, yeah and I saw the the ad for it, and Shane Warne was there talking about Glenn McGrath and his great partnership with yeah. him, and yeah. so yeah, I'll definitely watch that over the weekend, and yeah. yeah. Okay, so we'll finish up for now and yeah, yeah, and yeah, Shane Warne, rest in peace. Okay, okay, until next time. Yeah, until next time, yeah. Hopefully, next episode (laughs) will be a bit bit better. Okay, bye for now. Okay, bye for now. G'day, it's me again. Please check out the Sporting Shack on Facebook if you like this. For posts and other likes and shares. Have a great sporting week. Please check out Gold Studio Productions on Facebook. Until next time.